Yes, here we are. Yes, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Dr. Tamar Beckford with Your Caring Docs. That's right. That's where we have our wellness platform. That's where we help our busy professional women put their health and wellness first, even if it's just for two hours a month. We can do it 730 hours in the month. We can take two to ourselves. Yes. And the best part is that we have our Your Caring Docs podcast where we have professionals from all over the world. They stop by here, leave their health and wellness gem and info. Biggest information that we know is that they can leave all their info here. If you'd like to be a client of theirs, a patient, you'll know where to find them, right? On our Your Caring Docs website and podcast. Now today, I am super excited. You guys are in for a treat. You can thank me later because you you do not want to miss today's episode, right? So I'm going to bring our doc in, in our Your Caring Doc fashion, and then I'm giving you everything that she has to offer because she is just super awesome, right? So our doc today is a graduate of the University of Virginia School of Medicine. She's also a graduate of the Duke Integrative Medicine um, Professional Integrative Health Coaching Training Program. She is the founder of Optimal Wellness, that's right, where she helps high-achieving women who are feeling overworked, hello, overwhelmed, hello again, let go of guilt, hello three times, and to tap in their inner joy and peace so that they can live energetic and purposeful lives, which we know we deserve, right? Yes. Here is the additional thing. Our doctor is also a Chopra certified meditation teacher, and we are going to benefit from that. Yes. And she's also a Chopra certified Ayurvedic lifestyle teacher. Welcome, 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 Dr. Rashmi Shrad. Yay, Dr. Rashmi. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Oh, I. This is Dr. Beckford. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Hey, hey, hey. My pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Now, I am going to tap into everything. I'm going to pull out as much as I can out of these 30 minutes, and then we're going to pour into all of those people who are listening, because I know that they're going to have a wonderful time. All right. So first of all, what made you go into medicine? What brought you into medicine? Yeah, you know, uh, in college, I ended up kind of accidentally volunteering at, it was an inpatient mental institution in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. And I did it because I thought one of my best friends was going to go. But it ended up she didn't like it. And she stayed, you know, she she didn't go anymore. But I really fell in love with just the way the care was being given. And oh, by the way, there was some, you know, meditation involved in there, mindfulness involved in there. It was this gorgeous setting. And it was really hands on because there weren't that many students who were doing things there. And that's when I really started to recognize that, you know, there's something here. There's really something here. And there were a lot of physicians there that were modeling a lot of really good um, doctor patient relationships. And I wanted that. And and I just wanted that feeling of knowing that I was helping somebody else because ultimately when we're helping somebody else, we're just helping ourselves. And so that was really my my go to reason for going to medicine. And, you know, just having stability is also really helpful as an immigrant. Uh, You know, I I did want to stay on a path that would give me stability. So that really fit in very nicely for me. 
Wonderful, wonderful. So you went into medicine, you've been practicing medicine, you got an intro actually in a great way, right? Because you got an intro from mindfulness perspective, a great patient and doctor relationship perspective. So after doing that for a while, what made you decide to go into integrative medicine? Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that's a great question. So I practiced kind of high volume family medicine for almost 20 years. I'm 21 years into it. And about 10, 12 years into the practice, as you know, I mean, we just start to evolve. Right. And then the as I evolved and expanded, just the space didn't seem like it was enough. We knew we know how to, we're really good at like acute conditions, right? You're an ER doc. So we're really good at that. We've made a lot of strides, um, but we're really not good at long-term lifestyle chronic stuff. And that's really what's, that is, we are one of the, we're in one of the sickest phases we've ever been. And that was the case even before we got into COVID. Mm-hmm. And as I was learning how to meditate, as I was learning, you know, a variety of lifestyle ways for self-healing, I knew that I wanted to formally also bring some of that in um, into my practice as well. And that was really my motivation. Wonderful, wonderful. So you did all of that and then Optimal Wellness was born. I love it. So you found Optimal Wellness. What is it that you do offer at your Optimal Wellness um, clinic? Yeah. So Optimal Wellness, I started that in 2020 and I offer a variety of different things. So first and foremost, a lot of times I encounter folks who are like meditation curious or mindfulness curious. And so there's like kind of a dip your toe in weekly meditation that people can pop into. And so that's one of the things I offer group meditations. I also I also offer group coaching as well. And Mm -hmm. so that we incorporate mindset and mindfulness into that. But really right now what I'm growing and what's almost full for me is my one on one coaching. And Mm -hmm. I really more of a, you know, mindfulness meditation. And we incorporate that all of that into all the action steps that goes into mindset coaching, holistic coaching. And it's a, it's a really beautiful, fun way that sometimes I'm just like, do I really get to do this for a living? Like, <laughs> Whoa, that is so awesome. I mean, how blessed is it to do something that you truly love? And you're like, I'm making a living from this. And I truly love it. Yeah. So awesome. Alrighty. So now how, with all of this, like, how would you define health and wellness? Like, what is your definition for that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause you know, a lot of times and for many years, certainly during medical school and training, really, Mm -hmm. I thought that, you know, cause we have all these well woman exams. Well, you know, child exams. It was so long as you didn't complain, like you were well, please out the door. Right. Um, So so I I was like, but but really health is more than the absence of illness, really. Uh Right. And so for me, health is a vibrancy of mind, body and spirit. And when I say spirit, I don't mean something religious. I'm really talking about that connectedness that we are the understanding that we're connected to something deeper, something higher, a purpose Uh and connected to each other. And that's really what I think of um, health and well-being. And I include uh, environment. We include communication. We include relationships, we include professional growth, personal growth, not just nutrition and, you know, movement, rest, that sort of thing. Right. Absolutely. It really is all encompassing when we think about health and wellness. You know, it's not just like you. And I think I think that point that you just made when our well blank exam, well woman exam, well child exam, it's like, is everything okay? Yeah. 
you know, in that, like, I don't have an ache in my arm. I don't have a fever. I'm not coughing. Therefore, I'm well. But then you might not be truly well. Because you're dealing with all these additional stress and burden. But you don't consider that a part of your well exam, right? For sure. And that is why I felt like I had to go out and really learn how to deal with that, not just for others, but including myself. I didn't I didn't even have any tools to really figure out how to how to rid myself of some of that stress so I could feel well. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. Oh, I love it. All righty. So you're a chopper certified meditation specialist. We like tell us some of these benefits of. Yeah. 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 You know, meditation, I, I laugh when somebody calls it new age or something like that. Right. <laughs> um, like a, a joke about it backstage is like, no, nah, it's been around. We can document it at least 5,000 years yeah. of meditation and that, you know, stillness in every ancient wisdom tradition. And mm -hmm. so there's nothing new about meditation. It, what is new is the science of meditation in that we've actually decided to study it. And we didn't really start doing that for, you know, until like the last maybe 20, 25 years. And so we have some limited data, I feel like this is the tip of the iceberg, but what we do know, and these are, you know, over, you know, five, 6,000 published studies around the world, we know a multitude of things. And mm -hmm. so meditation, just to define it, because sometimes there can be different connotations. Mm -hmm. So when I say meditation, I'm really just talking about movement from activity into stillness. And meditation is the fastest way to become more mindful. And then I also like to define mindfulness because we throw those terms around a lot. And so the way that I think of mindfulness is really just paying attention to this present moment without judgment and with curiosity. Right. Mm -hmm. And so with the kind of meditation that I teach, I teach both guided meditation as well as a mantra based meditation. And with that, really, all we're doing is exactly as I described it is letting go of judgment, including judgment of our thoughts, including judgment of what, what our breaths should be like, including judgment of maybe the conversation we just had or what's coming up next. And just staying curious to maybe even something as simple as our breath. And it sounds ridiculously simple and it is, but it's not easy. And so that's really why, um, you know, learning it from someone else, being part of a group, we all know that the human brain adapts a lot better to that rather than reading it from a book or something like that. And so what I um, really I can tell you the, the benefits of, of meditation, because that was your original question are many. And mm -hmm. so for starters, we see significant improvements right away. If somebody is suffering from depressive symptoms, anxiety symptoms, PTSD symptoms, even we start to see significant decreases in those very, very quickly. So right away, we know that, you know, mental, emotional um, well-being be actually improves pretty quickly. But the thing is, physical well-being also improves as well. So we know that we can improve digestion, our immune mm -hmm. system improves, and a whole host of other self-healing mechanisms are activated because during meditation, and by the way, this can be a first-time meditator, mm -hmm. we can flip from that fight or flight that we can stay in directly into that parasympathetic rest and restore response. And when we do that, we know that physiologically we're causing a whole host of changes that include, like I said, improvements in mind, body, spiritual well-being. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And you're right. It's so challenging because even while we're here talking, I'm thinking, wow, this was a great question. She answered it so well. Oh, I know she's going to really answer that next question very, very well. And so as 
in a natural state, we're always going behind and going ahead, going behind, like looking behind us, looking ahead of us, looking behind us. And there's very few moments when we're really just being still and just still in the present moment without thinking, wow, oh my God, how many tasks do I have ahead of me? And even when you try to bring yourself back, as you said, it's simple, but it's not easy. And we all know that, and you're gonna you're gonna demonstrate it because would you do us the honor of guiding us through a meditation right now? Yeah, absolutely. How much time do we have? We have. We can do a five to ten minute meditation. If I don't, I mean, if I fall asleep and start snoring, you guys just please, you know, that just means that I've just really become super centered, which is which is so challenging for me. That means that you know, I know you guys will forgive me. But I would love, 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 love for Dr. Rash Mishram to bring us through a guided meditation. For those of you at work, if you want to, you know, listen, for those of you who are at home, those of you who are supporting and love to support this podcast, if you're driving while you're listening, you know, pull over or wait till you get home. But um, let's try to get centered and bring our stress levels down a notch, which is something that we all need during this very stressful time being in the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Right. And what happens when we bring those, you know, the catecholamines down is our focus improves and our concentration improves. And so that's what's really cool about it is, yes, we feel good, but also our focus can get better, too. So you might actually get more done this afternoon if you don't know what you have to do this afternoon. (laughs) Isn't that ironic? (laughs) I know. I would think that I'd be more relaxed and want to go, but I'll get more relaxed and focus and centered on what I need to do and the distraction pieces, which is, which are many, right? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. So let's do this. So really the only things that you need, you only need two things. You need to be open and present. That's it. And I'll do the rest. Right. And so, and the other two things you need to do is just be able to sit down in a comfortable position and just when you're comfortable. So just kind of get your feet flat on the ground and just Mm -hmm. when you're comfortable, I'm going to go ahead and close my eyes and I would invite you to do the same. If you're not comfortable closing your eyes, you can just have have a a soft downward gaze. And as you do that, let's take three deep breaths in and out. And as you breathe out, just make an audible exhale and let go of anything that's no longer serving you. Just gently let it go. Just letting go of anything that's no longer serving you. Now just gently put your attention at the level of your heart. Just notice your breathing at the level of your heart. Without trying to alter the breath, or change it in any way, just gently noticing the breath. The in-breath, the pause, the out-breath. Just becoming aware of the breath 
without trying to change it, just noticing the breath very gently. If you notice that your mind has wandered, you've done nothing wrong, just gently return to your breath. Just innocently noticing it coming in, the exhale. Now I want you to just gently repeat the following intentions for living a happy, healthy, harmonious life. Just silently repeat the following intentions as I say them. Joyful, energetic, healthy body. Loving, compassionate, open heart. Reflective, alert, peaceful mind. And lightness of being. Now, just taking a few deeper breaths, bringing your attention back to the body, perhaps wiggling your toes, bringing in a deep sense of gratitude for yourself, for creating the space in your busy day, for making the time for this stillness. Just take a few deep breaths, and when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes. Namaste. Wow. Love it. Oh, no, I got too excited. <laughs> I was going to check my heart rate because I know it just dropped. Oh, yeah. I feel light. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like I can float. Yeah. Yeah. It's always there. It's always there. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it was um, Dr. Aliyah Joe says, sorry, I missed it. It would have been great to see my med school classmate. Rashmi says one of your classmates, Dr. Who, who, Aliyah who? Jones. Oh my God. Hi, Aliyah. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can always watch the replay, Dr. Jones. Yes. And everyone who missed that, you know, it's there on the replay. You can always get that 
guided meditation. I think we did like three to five minutes. It's easy, um, right? Yes. And you know, and you're right. And I love the part that you said, if you found your mind wandering, it's okay. You can just bring it back because it's simple, but it's not easy. Yes. And that's where the tricky part is, right? That's the most commonly asked uh, question that I get as a meditation teacher is, do I need to control my thoughts? Do I need to control my mind? No. Mm -hmm. The only time we're going to either not have any thoughts or control our thoughts are, is when we're comatose. Like there's no way that we can, mm -hmm. right? So we generally, depending on who you ask, we have between 40,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. About 90% of them are recycled from the day before, which is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> All of us humans. <laughs> and so, so, but the thing is, those thoughts, they're going to keep coming. That's what our brains do. That's okay. What the, what, where the magic sauce is, mm -hmm. is changing our relationship to those thoughts, being the witness to those thoughts and saying, mm -hmm. I am really not that thought. Right. And you know, there's a common saying, it's, you know, you are the sky and everything else is the weather, or you are the sky and your thoughts are like clouds going by. And when right. we can get to that point, it really does use curiosity and non-judgment. Those are really important pieces to bring in. And the more we practice it, the better we get at it, just like anything else, right? Those synapses are reforming every single time. So we're rewiring our brain, mm -hmm. whether we spend three minutes, 30 minutes, 10,000 hours, you know, it's all been studied. We know that literally the, the brain not just changes, you know, where the blood flow goes, but it physiologically changes. We can actually see huge brain changes. So more gray matter in the prefrontal cortex, um, less reactivity. So less blood flow to the limbic system, for example. So those are really, um, really crucial to understanding why, why is it that this works? It's, yeah. you know, because it is so easy. Wow. Wow. And we have some more people. Erlene Lewis, that's my mother-in-law. Hello. Hello. Hi. Checking in from Jamaica and Barry Aruk. Hello, Barry. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining in. As we mentioned, I mean, this is, I love the, the um, analogy you just came, that you gave. You're the sky and the thoughts or the cloud or the weather. Mm -hmm. It passes by. Mm -hmm. And you do not have to own it. You do not have to grasp onto it. You know, you don't have to be the one. You don't have to acknowledge the negative thoughts. You can let it float on by. Yeah. Yeah. In control, which is challenging. But yeah. it, it says it requires work and it's just repetitive um, trial and error. And just continue trying and trying until you get to that point. And the same with the meditation. Now, I have tried to be at one, but I think I have done what most who are new to meditation do is that you try to be a perfectionist to it. And then you, you become discouraged or disappointed in yourself because you could not sit for one minute and keep your mind centered on one item or one thing. But right. if you have almost like 80,000 thoughts a day, yeah, it's challenging, but it's not impossible. And you said that you can see when it's moving from that limbic, that limbic is that fight or flight, like, mm -hmm. la, 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 you know, rah! you know, those who are just like out of the blue, you just, rah! that's your limbic system to so that, you know, prefrontal where you can just rationalize and you can think. And you said, I am the sky and these thoughts are really the clouds going by. 
it's just wonderful. I don't know about everyone else who are listening, but I definitely am having a wonderful time. And Dr. Rashmi, I mean, this is just one, one thousandth of all that you do and you provide for your patients and your clients. Let me know, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if somebody enjoyed that meditation, I promise you, you are going to love any of my other guided meditations, especially if you're ready to try a 10 minute one. Now that you know that it's okay to have those thoughts and now that you know that you're not failed at meditation, if you happen to have a bunch of thoughts or you lose your train of thought, the magic sauce is in coming back to whatever it is you're supposed to do. And so I have a YouTube channel. I have lots and lots of meditations there. My most favorite one or the most requested one is a version of the one we just did. It's, it's just called daily meditation. That's an easy one. And then there's a loving kindness meditation. There's lots and lots of data and evidence for both of those kinds of meditation to use those. I also personally teach a mantra-based meditation, and I also teach the guided yoga nidra meditations, and I do that for groups and individuals all day long, and I love it. If anybody has any interest, pop into my website, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. You know, it's just Dr. Rashmi Shram. I would love to be in touch with anybody that is either meditation curious or wants to understand the science behind meditation first before they do anything else. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, you know, we've pulled all of this through Dr. Shram, right? And she's given us a guided meditation, which, you know, thank you, thank you so much for that. But we wanna know, okay, Dr. Rashmi, if you weren't a doctor, what would you be? You know I would be a meditation teacher. Oh, I would there we go. Awesome. <laughs> I, I'm about to do that right now. <laughs> Nice. So she's like meditation. All don't even, day don't even worry about it. I, that's <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Rashmi, for stopping by. And you are definitely one of our docs who cares. You're getting so many glowing reviews. Uh, Christy Koslov says, hi, great job. We have another Facebook user that says, hi, you know, they've tuned in. Um, they said that I haven't topped on meditation train yet, and I'm excited to learn. Wonderful, Amazing. wonderful. Amazing. Yes, if you yeah. are excited to learn, Dr. Rashmi is the person for you. So go to Dr. Rashmi's website. Give us our website again, Dr. Rashmi. So yep. well, yeah. people are ready yeah. to learn. It's just optimalwellnessmd.org. If you don't remember that, if you Google my name, it usually pops up. Wonderful, wonderful. I hope you guys all enjoyed this as much as I did. And you know, Dr. Rashmi is a part of our Your Caring Docs, Docs Who Cares. For those of you who are our professional women, who you know, you're looking for a society to help you put your health and wellness first, Your Caring Docs VIP You Society is coming to you. So just jump on our www.yourcaringdocs page. That's U-R-C-A-R-I-N-G-D-O-C-S dot com. And we have our VIP sign up list there. So I'm pretty sure Dr. Rashmi will join us and okay. at least once and help us for those who are trying to guide and bring ourselves back to our optimal wellness, right? And to put meditation as a part of our care and to put our self-care and health and wellness first, especially for us ladies, right? We're very used to taking care of everyone else, but there's a time and a place that we have to put to take care of ourselves so that we can be there to take care of others. 
all of this great info. If you want to see this replay, you can check it out on our Your Karen Docs YouTube channel. That's U-R-C-A-R-I-N-G-D-O-C-S. Yes. And don't forget the podcast, right? So if you're a podcast listener and you are driving, you'd love to listen to this. You can do so on our Spotify, Apple, and um, Google podcasts, and also on our Anchor FM, right? I'm Dr. Tamara Beckford with Your Karen Docs. Thank you, Dr. Rashmi. Have a great day. Yes. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.